welcome to Podagogy, an HRA podcast about what we do and why we do it. I'm Christy Wright, our assistant head of school, and I'm sitting here with Nick Duncan, our head of school. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to episode 27. We're gathered here with a few of our alumni, and we're just going to have a roundtable discussion, see what we can uh, learn from them about their time at Highland Rim, and then what that has looked like after being away for a couple years. And so we're going to start today with a, a great quote we have from Abraham Lincoln. Mr. Duncan, would you read that for us? Absolutely. Abraham Lincoln said, My childhood home I see again and gladden with the view, and still as memories crowd my brain, there's sadness in it too. I picked that just thinking about you guys coming home, a couple of you in for, you know, from college, Haven's still living here. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to um, have everybody go around, introduce yourself, tell us when you graduated, when you started at Highland Rim, and then give us a quick little summary of what you're up to now and what you're studying. So uh, Haven, we'll start with you. Yeah. Hi, I'm Haven James. Uh, I came to Highland Rim when I was in the fifth grade and I graduated in 2016. Now I am at Tech and I'm teaching, or not teaching, but I'm learning to become a teacher. I'm doing elementary education. Currently, I just got married, so that's been fun, but that's really all that's new with me. Hi, I'm T. McLaughlin. Um, I was at Highland Rim from seventh grade through graduation, Highland Rim class of 2017. I'm now at Lee University in Cleveland, Tennessee. I am a digital media uh, major with a studio production emphasis and a philosophy minor. Hi, my name is Grant Gammon. I joined Highland Rim uh, for the fifth grade and stayed through graduation. Uh, I took a gap year and am now attending Union University, where I'm majoring in political science and accounting, and I'm getting a minor in biblical studies. All right. Thanks, guys. We're super thankful that you've taken your time to uh, come sit with us. And full disclosure, we all just had lunch together. Uh, we, we've been talking up a storm, having a ton of fun with these guys and really thankful that they're here. So, all right, I have to jump in with this question. I know I know, it's the one that everybody else wants to know who's listening, who might still have a kid at Highland Rim or still enrolled. Do you use your Latin at all? So I'll, I'll say, I think I took Latin more than any other student um, because when, when I started with seventh grade and it was, I went through the form series and then Henley, was that yeah, the name sounds of it? Right. Uh, I went through two volumes of that and then did advanced Latin, just me and Mr. Vaughn um, at the time. And so I'm still pretty familiar with it. It doesn't come up a lot except for terms, I guess, in um, literary works. Like this term means this, not it, not straight translation. Um, but then also choir music. I've listened to a lot of choir music at Lee. There's been a lot of music programs. And so I'm able to enjoy more of those songs having having studied a lot of Latin. Yeah. Grant, what about you? Your Latin coming up these days? Surprisingly so. Especially this semester, I took a art course. And when we got to the Roman period, all the way until the Byzantine and even some of the uh, uh, Holy Roman Empire artwork, there was a lot of Latin. And it was uh, quite amazing to have the teacher be like, who knows this word? And I'd raise my hand and be like, oh, that means, you know, Jesus in Latin. And so just really cool how much it actually comes up. Yeah, mm -hmm. good. Haven, seeing, seeing much Latin in your elementary ed classes? Not as much. Uh, it's kind of like what TC said. It's a lot of terms and not straight translation, but just seeing words that I really wouldn't know, but they have the roots of some of the Latin words we've learned. So that's helpful. But that's about it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, well, thanks. Um, let, so let's, let's, let's talk about this. How how has your perspective about being at Highland Rim changed from when you were enrolled 
and I know your perspective as a fifth grader is probably different than a 12th grader, but your perspective as a student, um, how has your perspective changed from now in terms of your time there? And so feel free to say, well, you know, I didn't really care for this. And now I've, I see, see, see something differently, or that was not of great value, or I don't just want to hear how your thoughts have changed about your experience at the school. Being at Highland Ram, like at the time in fifth grade or all the way through graduation, I always loved Highland Ram. But even after I graduated and moved out and have talked to other people like in my college classes about their schooling and all that, I have learned to even love Highland Ram more because I learned so much more than some of my classmates did, which is really nice to be able to talk to and have conversations with them about like what they learned and what I learned and just our different experiences. So I love it. And I really want to go back and teach there. That's really important to me, but it was great. Mm -hmm. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge. (laughs) (laughs) A couple of admin in the room. There's a lot of things that I think I learned at Highland Rim that I wasn't exactly receptive to at the time or didn't include in my assignments. I, I think specifically about a lot of writing and rhetoric. Um, Mrs. Wright can attest to this, how I was, I guess, um, hesitant to for, for some for some lessons. I'd be like, I don't know if I like that or if I'm going to incorporate that. Um, and then coming to college and having to do more writing, um, I, you know, like, oh, I haven't used this in a year and a half, but now I'm able to implement it. So it may not have been AP English where I know all these formatting and grammar things, um, as well as some of my classmates, but I'm able to really organize my thoughts and use that classical argument. Um, and then just critical thinking and logic. Um, those have really just come back in, you know, those three and 400 level classes. So what I hear you saying to you is it's the skills that you took away Mm -hmm. from the school. Sure. Um, and there's a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of history and facts too. Um, but I feel like the, skills I developed at Highland Rim, um, critical thinking and being able to think for yourself and challenge ideas. Um, that that's what I've really taken, taken from it and reflected back on most. Uh, I, I think that the thing for Highland Rim kind of breaks down into uh, three parts for me, which is, uh, as mentioned here, academics, uh, Highland Rim has just placed me far above uh, the competition and I feel very prepared going into college. Uh, even, uh, taking, uh, 3.0 level courses and we're reading over some of the same books like The Prince or Leviathan that I read at Highland Rim. And so already having knowledge of that and how to knowing how to think about that, but also coming at everything from a Christian perspective, which Highland Rim has really prepared me to do. And then the third being uh, people skills. Um, all three of those uh, were very uh, foundational to Highland Rim and uh, just going out into the college and learning how to put them into practice. Yeah, I'd love to add to that. I think the the people skills, um, I'll touch on that first, the, the people skills. I'm also at a smaller university now um, in smaller class sizes, so we're able to have discussions, um, not just lectures. And I'm in the honors program, so those are even smaller classes. And yeah, there's a lot of people who aren't able to have that roundtable discussion, um, but because it was drilled into us with Socratic circles, um, we're able to participate in those. And then the other one with academics, you're talking about, you know, some of the books you've read. I've also had a lot of repeated books um, and some, some I've been able to see from a new light and all that stuff. So it's helpful to see, um, I guess, compared to peers that they may have more knowledge than you and some of these you know, AP history and AP English that they came from um, and more facts about that. They're like, okay, well, I don't remember a lot of that from Highland Rim, 
but I do know all these books and I can really relate to those, which come up more at university. I would say that those books and those skills come up more there than those little facts that you'll need to recall from your high school days. Go ahead. And I will say that um, one surprising thing that uh, Highland Room has really gotten me connected with is uh, during my senior year, we adopted a kindergarten class and that has actually allowed me to learn how to connect with uh, younger members at like a youth group at a church that I'm connected with out in Jackson and uh, just serving in the smaller youth and learning how to be kind to them and just treat them with uh, the love that Christ shows us. Yeah, that's great. Go ahead, T. Yeah, I don't want to stay on this point forever, but yeah, in the house system too, um, just interacting with younger members who maybe aren't at the same level academically, but trying to complete projects together. Um, not only do I see that as helpful in college and what projects I've done, but also looking forward to the workplace when not everyone's at the same level of experience in your profession, but being able to work as a team. Yeah. You guys mentioned rereading some books uh, that you read in high school. Do you feel like covering some college level material, college level material early in high school makes college boring or not as interesting because I've been there, done that? Or do you feel like you're able, you know, two, three, four, five years later, able to read a book and, and, and still obtain something valuable? Like, are we taking something away from our students by having them read stuff that they might just have to reread in college? I would say absolutely not because I've read a couple of the books we've read at Highland Ram in college, not in our classes because my classes don't typically focus on those, but just on my own. And I feel like every time you reread a book, you learn something new from it. Um, I've seen that like at Highland Ram, we learn certain things in the books like that are we are focused on, but going back and reading it again, there's always something new to learn. Yeah, I think there's a big temptation to not reread the books like oh the book gets assigned and you're like i read that just two years ago in high school i don't really need to um i can think like the iliad i think was first or second semester we were reading that in a type of literature class and um, i was very tempted i was like i don't i don't really need to reread this but the discussions and perspectives were all new um different students different professors and so and that's why they're classics right. that's why they they last is because new perspectives can always get added onto that one thing um, another one is I've had to fight the urge sometimes with, I think, rhetoric, I guess, and some of the liberal arts. Um, I took an argumentation course and some summer classes I took were touching on the basics of ethos, pathos, logos, and the classical argument. And I was the only one who was familiar with it. And so some of those classes, I did experience boredom, I suppose. Like there's not always something new to be gained from those. Right. But that's also because I'm at a, you know, a liberal arts college. Um, So going into perhaps a secular college or not a liberal arts college, those might be more handy um, and you won't be going over them again. Right. Go ahead, Grant. And in the same way, too, uh, which has kind of been brought up here, but just since the omnibus curriculum uh, through Highland Rim does cover uh, the great books, it's always a pleasure to go back and just reread over these incredible books that have lasted throughout the centuries or millennia in case of the Iliad and Odyssey. Um, There's always not only something that your uh, fellow classmates can bring to the discussion, but even uh, say, you know, you read it back in eighth grade. And so uh, you might not have been paying attention to the way that 
uh, Odysseus got away from the Cyclops, but, you know, rereading it many years later kind of brings that adventure back into it, almost like you're reading it for the first time again. Yeah, absolutely. You know, something that both of you mentioned and touched on a little bit, you're in uh, some honors classes, you're sitting um, next to students who took AP courses. And uh, and, uh, again, be honest here, but do you feel in any way disadvantaged for not having AP courses were not a choice for you at Highland Rim? So do you feel like you didn't get something that your AP classmates did get? Or do you feel like you are unable to compete or have to work a little harder because you didn't take AP classes? Well, I think that one thing that the classical education model brings is that we're not taking AP courses But basically all courses are to the standard of AP courses. So the workload, I know that was something that was constantly complained about, but uh, honestly, the workload probably prepared me the most for college and uh, especially talking with uh, fellow classmates who have gone through AP in their high school. The curriculum that Highland Rim has offered doesn't even compare to AP like it's almost, if not even on another level above AP courses. I agree with the course work that we had at Highland Rim. My biggest um, thing I learned from that, like, for example, the senior thesis, having to work through that the entire year and the step-by-step process, that really helped me to actually accomplish some of my college projects that were really big projects that basically took over your final exam. And I don't think I really could have done it without having like the step by step. Okay, I can do this baby steps to work through it. And Highland Rim really helped with that with the senior thesis and other projects. They really gave you the tools to be able to do that. These all kind of sound like things that may have seemed um, like we're a bit of a grind when you're in the thick of it. But now you look back and maybe understand a little bit more about the rigor senior thesis. Are there other things that you can think of that maybe you didn't value while you were in high school, the way that you value now? Um, and if so, what what would those be and why has that changed? For me, it would definitely be the reading skills. Um, going through high school is kind of like you get assigned, you know, 30 pages. And that seems like a lot when, you know, you're in sixth to, you know, ninth grade. But then when you get into college and you're assigned like 20 pages to read, it's that's basically nothing. So... Um, what, that's basically been the big thing is just reading skills. And especially that shows on courses like the SAT and ACT, where uh, a, a lot of students that go through the classical model, that's their highest. And I know for me personally, it was also one of my highest scores as well. So touching back on some of that uh, AP course and preparation for college, I am very grateful for a lot of the Bible classes and Latin classes that my peers didn't get. Um, I think that really sharpened my faith and critical thinking. So in those in those aspects, like, you know, I, I really feel ahead. Some of the ones that I'm not quite at my peers level is some things I think is because Highland Room was in a transition period. Mm-hmm. We had just added the higher grades and we didn't have professors to teach higher math and higher science. Mm-hmm. So we took um, and, and we also were discovering some new courses. So I ended up taking like a freshman level physics later in my high school career. Um, and then not a science my senior year, which uh, we got to take apologetics, which I'm really grateful for. And then I ended up taking a science my first semester um, or no, wait, I, I, I took a I took a math my first semester and it was online. So it was great to get dual enrollment, but it was teaching myself teaching myself statistics. Right. And then because it was dual enrollment, the GPA is affecting, you know, my 
scholarships today because right. like, you know, because I taught myself, but Hunter wasn't in that state. But I know like now Hunter is more prepared in those math and sciences because they saw those challenges with those first, I mean, first two classes going through. Right. And we've actually been pulling our STEM scores um, from our from the ACT scores that come in, you just get a STEM score, and just our STEM average is sitting at a 27, which we're really thankful for. But yeah, we've had to work for that. We've not always been there. Um, we've been trying to make some good progress. Uh, keeping a you know a fourth science class in is something we've been Mr. Duncan and I have been working on more recently. So something else that came up that that really goes into our next question. A couple of you mentioned feeling socially well prepared. But that's a concern that I often hear from parents is if my kid is in this really small school, it's a small little Christian community, they won't be socially prepared for the for the big world outside of just their small Christian school. And yet I'm hearing you guys say that you did feel well prepared socially. So can you just break that down a little bit and Haven, you know, jump in there too? How, how did the school prepare you socially, even though it was a really small you know, Christian school, how, why do you feel like you were more prepared than some of your peers? All right, guys, we're going to go ahead and put a pin in the discussion here. We hope you've enjoyed our conversation with these alumni. There's great material next week. If you'll tune in for part two, thanks so much for joining us. We'll talk to you next week.